Do you know the thing that always happens at the most inconvenient times where a guy with a leaf blower shows up outside your window? <laughs> so it just happened. <laughs> I am back in good old Glasgow. Glasgow? <laughs> That's how the hardcore people say it over here. Man, have you seen that? There's a fantastic YouTube video of a meteorologist somewhere in the UK that has to pronounce a place name that is just absurd. And if you haven't <laughs> seen it, I will send it to you. Uh, probably Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- probably, yeah. They have some wild city names down there, town names. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Gla- Glasgow's not bad. Yeah, Americans always say Glas- Glasgow. Glasgow. And in the UK, it's Glasgow. And in, in like proper <laughs> Scottish, it's Glasgow. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to study up on all of those afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Um, it's a very stressful time, man. Trying to find a place to live, staying with friends. Yeah, you, right didn't, now, you didn't keep your place that you were living in, huh? Over the no, summer. No, we didn't. Because we were gone for like six months. Mm. And we wanted to find a, a bigger place as well. Mm. So I'm sitting here in some friends' living room in between flat viewings and uh, recording podcasts with you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive uh, <laughs> to be recording a podcast, but you, you're nomad history. Does that just make things like this easier? Yeah, I'm used to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people, stuff. exactly, exactly. And you were in uh, Thailand? Yeah, way back in the days. Yeah, yeah. Someone posted Someone posted the other day on Twitter like a review of this. So it's it's like a, it's not a co-working space. It's more like a study place for students. And it's like in this shopping mall hosted by the a, like a Thai uh, phone company where basically if you're a customer with them, you get to go there and use the Wi-Fi for free. Someone mm-hmm. provided a review for that for like digital nomads. And man, that was a trip down memory lane because that was exact this, like this um, study place was where I built WP Pusher back in 2014. That's awesome. And apparently, it's still going. That's really cool. That's yeah. great. I uh, I built Storm Pulse mostly at my kitchen counter and uh, in my you know second bedrooms. So <laughs> nice. And you're doing podcasts from your son's bedroom. <laughs> some things never. Am change. I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I mean, it has the best acoustics in the house for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so uh, yes, I still don't have a recording booth. Which um, who knows? Maybe the next place will have a, a nice spot. after episode twenty. Twenty. That's what it takes. Time to invest. I can justify a recording booth. That would be speaking nice. Of, speaking of podcast, did you see I made it onto Webmaster Radio? I saw your link. I haven't listened to it yet. Also, like related to what we talked about in the last episode of like old school web stuff, Webmaster Radio. It just seems like <laughs> pretty old yeah. school thing. <laughs> I haven't heard the phrase webmaster in a while. I think I heard someone use it to describe themselves and I was like, wow, <laughs> people still use that word. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, I don't remember when that was in vogue. That feels, that feels very 2006 to me. <laughs> yeah. Are you even older? I guess. 
Oh yeah. I mean, you could go way back to, uh, you know, have you set up your, your, uh, index.html and uh, cgi bin correctly so and your animated gifs <laughs> your animated gifs that's right under construction sign <laughs> <laughs> your vrml <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today other than wasting people's time with these great vignettes <laughs> well uh we could try giving some updates maybe <laughs> mm. we should do that if you've done anything <laughs> why why so interrogatory <laughs> do you doubt my productivity no not at all but okay. i'm a little bit worried for you <laughs> because because you answered you answered me on slack at like what i guess is like 3 a.m at your your where you are yeah yeah but that was the cat's fault the, okay some, was it the cat answered me as well yeah sometimes she gets like i don't know is it early onset dementia or something and she thinks 2 30 in the morning is actually five in the morning which is when i actually get up <laughs> so she'll start just pestering me and uh you know sometimes i cave so then i grab my phone of course instinctually i hate to admit and uh saw your slack message about your day so <laughs> um but cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm used to that. I, I raised four children. So sleeping through the night is like a distant memory. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I have an update. I have updates on the maker manager side. You want me to go first? Sure thing. Okay. Uh, maker Matt has been uh, very busy. It's been a another heads down week development wise. I, I feel like I keep saying that. And maybe that's just because... I maybe I've even turned a corner here where I had my um, first demo of a certain kind last night. And it was last night because the person was in India. Uh, so it was about 10 o'clock, 9.30 central here. 30-minute um, call and uh, he's got a fast-growing startup in India, wanted to check out the product. And I said, great. And I had forgotten that I sent him an invitation link already. So we get on the demo and I kind of instinctually put on my enterprise sales jacket, you know, thinking that I'm going to have to do a presentation and, and like walking through the product. And I suddenly realize about like three minutes into the call that like he's already logged in and like connecting his metrics and, and using the product as we're on the call, um, which, wow. yeah, which was like a little bit, I, I mean, be perfectly honest, it was a little nerve wracking because, <laughs> you know, you lose that control of like, well, I know where to click <laughs> and, I, and I know where not to click. And like, I know the commands that don't, you know, that are only stubbed out and, and all that. But, um, but the good news is because of the efforts on testing uh, that I've been doing, um, I, I had a, some confidence and it worked perfectly. So it was, uh, it, it worked perfectly. Not only did it uh, work smoothly and quickly, um, he thought it was going to take a lot longer than it did. It was, it was fast as well. Um, and then there was even a point where he shared his screen with me and like he's going through the product uh, sharing his screen with me. And I'm like, well, this is this is nice. This is a nice, you know, versus what I'm used to of having to present your own product and demo your own product. Like I was like, I could get used to this uh, give access thing. Um, yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it, it sounds important. Like, it sounds like a milestone in some way. I Yeah, it, it, it is, I think, because I didn't, after the call, I kind of went back uh, to my room and I'm like, why did that, why was that so unique? And I'm like, that's basically a test run of freemium. 
that's like, I mean, that's, that's what the free product needs to do is sell people. Um, and so he basically had access to the free product, uh, the free tier, and he was able to onboard himself, start using it. Um, I did have to, so I noticed that, uh, his profit well data had a zero value for all of the um, trial conversions because not everybody that uses ProfitWell uses that metric. Mm. And so it was throwing off the forecast. So I had to tell him like, hey, go back to the trends area and like deactivate that that input. Once he did that, like everything worked great. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Like I probably need to somehow either, you know, default disable that if it detects that it's all zeroed out or maybe give the user some kind of clue. But all that said, I think the milestone is the the product kind of did its thing without me having to do much. I mean, I, I, I talked to him as he was using it, but um, he had a good it's experience. Good. Yeah. It's good that you talked to him. <laughs> yeah. And that actually is the one thing that I'm a little, I'm, I'm still th- chewing on that actively is like I think anybody that signs up for the paid version I'm going to force you know a, a half hour call on them um, to start uh, strongly suggest I guess I can't can't force people but strongly suggest and you know in exchange for their time I'll basically help them create you know a smart model and forecast and they can have yeah. a little, little slice of mat for a while but um, <laughs> but that that felt good that's like, yeah, it's like a test run of your self-serve engine, I guess. And yeah. like you, yeah, it seems seems like a big step to me. And it's like, I don't have children, but it's probably like at one point your children just starts doing stuff on their own and you're like, wait, <laughs> you you could do that? Yeah, yeah. That, that may, the, the thing that flashes in my head is like you put food in front of them and they start feeding themselves and you're like, <laughs> are you, are you don't, don't choke. Just make sure you chew it up. <laughs> like, uh, so I watched my app, you know, do its thing and uh, worked really well. And uh, I had a so so that, so that's been going um, really good. I've been spending, I guess, on the make back to the maker side. That was kind of the manager, Matt. Um, I had one other demo uh, yesterday, so it was a, a double header. It was in the afternoon. It was with an investor and showing him the. He's on. He's trialing. Uh, the, the product right now and I basically did um, a you know it's a work in progress not all the user stories that he wants to have and that I agree with are fully implemented yet but uh, did kind of a walkthrough of what I have so far and uh, that also went well and I have to say that if it weren't for kind of the TDD test driven development way of doing things that I've been adopting I don't think I could have had that uh, successful call yesterday um, it it definitely it definitely made it possible for me to make progress on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome. I mean, it was a really, it was an exciting experience to just grind through getting all these tests to work and then know that once it did, you know, like it works, you know, as far as I know, now there could be new things that get discovered, but, um, GDD man. is live, man. It is. Uh, and I, I, that's how I'm doing it now. I'd say I still have a toe in the old world, but, um, I've figured out how with this product to shift into that world. And it's a good thing too, because I have, this is a pretty feature rich application and it's also one that has, you know, a pretty complex data model from the standpoint of, you know, people have lots of objects, they're related, you know, they're generating lots of data. It goes through processing. And on top of all that, 
it has permissioning as well and it has investors and it has founders and like that's just it's just too much to cover from like any other way of developing um, yeah to, to, to know that you haven't regressed so it's it feels really good it feels really good and i have to say i i, I would say that if this is where like if versioning was about stability i feel like i met that you know, 0.9 a <laughs> level of, of release. I mean, I, I'm almost at RC one um, at this point where I, I, I feel like I'm going to be able to open it up to everyone in a month or two and feel really good about it. So nice. Um, yeah. So that's, that's how it's been going. Nice, man. Thanks. Do you know the thing that always happens at the most inconvenient times where a guy with a leaf blower shows up outside your window? <laughs> so it just happened <laughs> that's uh yes i know all about that because my dog would go a little crazy <laughs> oh so it's like a domino <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that used to just be a, a annoying if that happened at this point it would be i'd have to pause yeah um do you have so any I, other updates um you just been heads down in the code heads down in the code and i feel I feel a little bit ahead of schedule. I am, which, you know, knock on wood. And I, I'm going to spend uh, the rest of August finishing the investor edition. And then I'm nice. going to spend September, um, September working on the API and implementing the pricing model that I've settled on for the first go, which I guess that was the manager update is that I've, I have figured out version one of pricing. Yeah. It feels good. I think it looks solid from what I saw. Thank you. And I'm yeah. looking looking through your Q3 planning in uh, the tiny seed notion document, and uh, that's serious life goals for me right there. <laughs> what is that, Peter? I got I got strategy envy. I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I I well, I can't wait to talk to you about about uh, strategy for branch. I'm honored that we can chat about that. And I'll say that the thing that I'm happiest about on the Notion side is that I have not really had to add or change the to-dos much since uh, July 1st when I put those in there. Like, I'm just cranking through. And it's like, you know, when you're launching, when you're launching a product, you kind of have a list, right? And so I'm basically just able to work through that. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to finish before October 1st. I think after Q3 is over, we should dedicate an episode to like you walking over your Q3 strategy because then it's like you know mm. it's it's maybe it's uh, more safe to be public about it and then yeah. would love to hear like your about your process for like you know cranking out the strategy yeah thanks this is kind of the OKRs method I get to score myself too so we can do the report card on that show <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah uh, sounds like a good idea so uh how about you, man? Yeah, I've been, um, I guess, mostly in manager mode and then some maker mode in between, but definitely not been following the, you know, the half a day of maker and then half a day of manager because it's just, there's been no days, no perfect days, basically. You've had um, a lot going on. Yeah, I have. So we left Denmark last week. I don't even remember which day, honestly. And then we went to Brighton in England. Um, which was awesome. We uh, had an Airbnb there and then 
I had uh, WordCamp, which is the WordPress conference. There was one in Brighton that I that I attended. It was great. Got to meet a lot of new people. Got some good leads as well for a branch. And uh, yeah, just feel like I made some good connections there and I had a good time. And then we took the train for seven and a half hours up north to Scotland, hmm. to Glasgow, and then just started calling all these flats and arrange viewings and so it's basically like we have three or four viewings every day and then in between i'll go back to the place we're at now and like write code for half an hour or like go on a call or something and then we'll go out again to look at the next flat it's 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 part of the benefit though of this uh lifestyle business world which i don't mean in the the pejorative sense is like yeah yeah that's definitely go for it you know it's what you need to do exactly um on the maker side i've mostly been focused on integrations like in the past few weeks hopefully the first one is going to launch or not really launch but be released it's going to be released behind a feature flag essentially uh this week Mm. and then hopefully in a week or two i'll start to have actual customers using that and uh, then it'll be launched like officially launched later on what kind so yeah, just to go, so what kind of integrations in this case? Is it one where people would have multiple or is... Um... It's uh, basically just like a really easy way to set up a new CI CD workflow for a project on this specific host. Okay. So imagine you ha- you're you with a hosting company and you want to set up a CI CD workflow for one of the sites that you're hosting uh, with them. So basically inside of branch, you would just uh, give them like an API token or you would give me an API token of some sort. And then my integration will basically take care of all the, the, you know, the connection with the host. So like exchanging SSH keys and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be presented with a list of all the sites you have on that host. And then you'll just pick the site you want to do CI CD for. And then I can like suggest a basic workflow for you. So it's like, it's like a point and click CI CD solution for people using that specific host. So it's actually really cool. And uh, it's not something I've seen before. Definitely. That's awesome. I can't imagine anyone going back to the old way of doing things once they have that. Hopefully not. Yeah. So basically, (laughs) uh, yeah. One of the, like one of the um, hosting companies I'm building an integration with, they basically told me that they were ready to throw away everything else they're recommending as soon as branch was ready for their customers. So hopefully that's going to happen. Hopefully, man, that's yeah. great. So uh, that kind of leads me to strategy, which we've been touching on the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I'm really fascinated about these days. That's why I'm like, I have strong envy for your notion page in the tiny seat. Cause it's, it's just so, it just looks awesome. Like the way you've divided everything into the OKR uh, stuff. Mm. and uh, yeah when we were in Brighton I picked up a few books actually just to kind of read up on the basics and it's really fun to be it's like being back in business school reading about you know Porter's Five Forces and SWOT and all that stuff but it's really good actually to kind of try to bring your mind into strategy mode instead of just being like in maker mode all the time I guess kind of think a little more long term Um, I feel like it's a good way to stay on track and like stay motivated because sometimes when things feel like 
they're moving too slow. It's good to kind of take a step back and look at the overall strategy and, you know, see that you're actually on track. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a master plan kind of person. So if I, it always brings me joy to come back to the fact of like, oh, this is, this is phase one. And that's why yeah. I'm focused on this right now. Exactly. And yeah, so I've been asking you if we could do like a strategy session, just the two of us, um, which I'm really excited about. And uh, yeah, the other day we set up a branch account on uh, SimSAS. And yeah, I realized that we could actually set up the whole strategy I'm following right now with the integrations and referrals and stuff like that. We could actually set that up in SimSAS and start seeing some numbers and kind of see what it takes and what that plan looks like when it's being executed. Mm. And I think that's really cool. I'm, I'm excited to dive into that more. Yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds great. I mean, that's, that's definitely the intended use case for founders. And it's great that you're thinking about that. Um, I mean, I think part of this is that you, you have, you have business experience from the standpoint of WP pusher, you know, being a real ongoing concern. So you, you already have a, kind of a feel for revenue and expenses and what it's going to take to grow, you know, a, a online business. But then when you get into modeling, what's unique about branch, um, you know, yeah, I hope it's helpful in terms of, you know, seeing what the next 24 months looks like. I mean, that's really its goal and, and actually laying out some options like, Hey, this is what it would look like if your pricing is this, this is what it would look like if you're, you know, if it takes this long to sell. And I, I think for you, the the go to market that you have with the partnerships is um it's just a huge amount of leverage right so that hopefully. will be <laughs> hopefully and and i'll also say i think it's it's also a it's a mistake i've made in the past of believing that partnerships are going to work <laughs> <laughs> and and realizing that the, the you know what helps partnerships work is when partners can't ignore you mm you know you, you always yeah. need to have a batna which is organic growth and yeah i believe you know that the, the number one thing it depends on the size of the partner too if if, if they're also an up-and-comer that can happen but then you kind of have <laughs> that's not both of you then have a lot of risk um yeah but with the big guys you know have have a few irons in the fire and have one of those also be direct yeah i mean i like the whole approach um from the traction book by gabriel weinberg from DuckDuckGo. yeah basically like you pick one thing you do that you execute on it but you also have other things like in the pipeline that you can pull in if you don't see the results so i'm all the time i'm thinking like i need to have a backup plan like i need to have the next thing lined up even though i haven't even done this thing yet um but it's yeah. just good to try to be more strategic i guess um i also had my first check-in with einer last week Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically set some goals for like the coming month. And, uh, so basically on my next check-in with him, I need to have some customers coming from at least one of the integrations. Mm. And I think that's pretty good. Cause like, <laughs> I'm going to talk to him in three weeks and he's going to be like, so did you get any customers? And if I didn't, I like either I need to have a really good excuse for why, or I need to start thinking about the next, like, <laughs> alternative yeah. strategy or like what else I'm going to do. Yeah. Finding that channel that works. Um, ab absolutely. And that also gives you confidence when you talk to the partner of just being a little bit more um, 
blunt's not the right word, but just direct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I need that to see results. Otherwise, candid. I can't keep like working for them, basically. Exactly. Yep, yep. You can be candid. And yeah, and, it's just how it know, is. It's just how it is. That's great. No, that's good. I, I, and I got a, I also had my first call with Einer last, I think it was last week and uh, yeah. early in the week. And he just gave me a revenue number for September and uh, I'm going to hit it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, you I'm, don't I'm even predicting. You don't want to think about what happens if you don't hit it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. That's <laughs> there's seriously. There's a fair number of Einer emojis floating around the Slack channels these days, and there might have to be a new. <laughs> Those will come out. Yeah. Um, but he's he's he is uh, great. He's incisive, which is I think uh, very very candid and uh, able yes. to get to the heart of things, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I uh, another thing that's exciting, still like kind of in strategy mode, I guess. Um, I had an interview today with uh my first potential hire oh uh, developer part-time so he's essentially he's a student looking for some part-time work and he's a really good developer um, nice i've been following him him on twitter for a few months because uh, he actually signed up for branch because hmm. he he's like he's kind of like in the same boat as i like he's he likes laravel he likes Vue.js, and you know, test-driven development and all this stuff, but he still, like, has some WordPress stuff he needs to do for other clients and stuff. Yeah. But he really don't like it too much, which is why he found Branch and me, I guess. Um, So just based on that, he's a really good fit, I think. And he's That's also f- here in Glasgow by coincidence. Nice. Do you... Uh, uh, That's that's great. Serendipity um, and being opportunistic is awesome. Are there... What do, what do you think are the uh, risks might be too big a word because it sounds pretty light in terms of engagement, but like what, what are the challenges with, uh, with something like that? Honestly, it's hard for me to tell. Um, I feel like it's just, there just needs to be like some sort of trial right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a, a lot he needs to learn. He's pretty young as well and he doesn't have too much experience, but um, just based on what I can see that he's taught himself in a very short amount of time. I'm pretty confident that he could learn basically all the stuff I'm throwing at him. And tomorrow we basically scheduled a full day trial basically. Um, So we're going to, I'm going to be like available all day, do some um, pair programming with him and basically do some real work on branch for a full day and just see like how much, we get done in one day. Uh, obviously, it's going to be paid. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, hopefully, if things works out, he can start working for me a few days a week and um, take some stuff off of my plate. Yeah, um, which would be great. And I think, especially if the if these integrations start showing results, I there's like there's no like I don't want to be too slow. I just want to launch integrations with basically everyone as mm-hmm. soon as possible. Um, so it'd just be great to have some more horsepower, I guess. Yeah. So that, is that the theme that you're going to, uh, focus yourself on or him or both? I'm just realizing that I, most of my time is just spent on like business development and talking to people and going to conferences and Mm. thinking about the business. And there's just, 
only so many hours during the day and i just like i don't know how i'm i've got myself into this but it just seems like there's a lot of manager stuff to do these days mm-hmm. um so i i need to basically hire some more maker hours i guess makes sense yeah that's i obviously can't wait to hear how it goes and it's smart that you're de-risking it with that kind of intensive uh trial day where you're doing actual work not not fizz buzz at the whiteboard <laughs> oh no man <laughs> that's the worst uh, just don't yeah yeah well, that's uh, cool my first job i had to do fist bus actually <laughs> did you like the real fizz buzz or just some? yeah and i had to do it on uh, one of the developers machine and <sighs> it was in denmark but he and he had so he had a danish keyboard on his laptop but he used an american layout which means oh. that none of the of the like you know all the keys were didn't really match mm. and uh, he was using vim and like it was just horrible but i managed somehow <laughs> that is that is weird that brings up bad memories of <laughs> 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 similar inter- i only interviewed for developer jobs twice in my life and the second time around i i remember being asked to sit down at this computer and basically like write in a web app from scratch but like using some very antiquated Microsoft technology that even at the time was antiquated. And it was like, I actually <laughs> had experience with, yeah, I had experience with like VB.net at the time because this was like 2000, I want to say six. And I was in the enterprise and they used VB.net and C-sharp.net and all that stuff. But like, this was even worse. This was like, I don't want to say VB6, <laughs> but it was, it was very old stuff. And I just, I remember leaving, I think I remember telling him like, look, I, I just don't, I don't use this tech. Like <laughs> I wish you would have told me before I came in here, but uh, this is not yeah. going to be a fit. No. So, yeah. Yeah. But cool, this, cool. I mean, that's a good thing about open source, I guess. So this guy has, he has an uh, open source project that he maintains himself and that he built. So he built his own mm-hmm. like static site generator for Laravel, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, so I mean, I can just go into GitHub and I can see all the stuff he built and like read through his code and his tests and stuff. And it's nice. just, uh, I mean, who cares about Fizzbus when you can just yeah. go look at his actual code? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, he's also super entrepreneurial as well, which I like. That's um, great. So he has his own little SaaS projects and stuff. I feel like it could be a good fit. Oh yeah, for him and me to like kind of get hooked into the the network that we're part of now and then yeah for sure have some should be some fun work you know yeah i wish i someone would let me build a ci cd tool if you like (laughs) when i was starting out (laughs) oh yeah a lot of weird stuff to learn sounds good man uh yeah yeah. obviously we'll we'll, uh we'll find out how that goes but i'm pretty optimistic after hearing that yeah cool tune in next week tune in next week (laughs) for another exciting adventure yes call this an episode sounds good cool man take care you too good luck with finding that flat thank you very much bye bye bye